0: to another episode of girls with dogs this is Kimberly the blogger behind keep the tail wagging and I'm here with my dear dear friend Kathy the blogger behind groovy golden doodles and we are girls with dogs and I missed you Kathy I have missed you too I was like damn
1: and so Lisa um what are you doing today and I was like I got a podcast (laughs) It it was almost like yes I have so much to say not really but yeah so um I'm super excited and for those of you listening I have purposely stayed away from her via email, text, and telephone, so that my enthusiasm, and question, and interest would be genuine
0: when I say, "How was Super Zoo?" It was fantastic. It was fa- it was two and a half days of way too much extroverting, and it literally took me a week to recover from Super Zoo. I didn't start feeling better until Thursday, I think. Um thursday afternoon even i was just not it was is all of that activity but it was good i wish i made one mistake i went to lunch with some friends when i should have on on friday the last day when i should have stayed on the floor and just kept going and i wish i would have done that but i still feel that i got everything that i needed to get out of super zoo um Again, if I had to go back again, I would have that that mistake. I I just could have seen more, and I didn't get to see it. I my focus this year, and for people who don't know, Super Zoo is an annual trade show that happens in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's not open to the public; it is um a, an industry show, but bloggers can go as press. Um, but we have requirements. So we have to write about it. We have to promote it. Um, and It was, it was, I try to have a theme or a goal when I go, because there's so much to see. You can't see the entire floor in one day. And I try to have a goal, like what am I, like, you know, one year it was to visit all the raw booths. Um, or raw, you know, that make raw dog food. So, and that's freeze dries, dehydrated and raw. Mm -hmm. You know, one year it was to maybe just see some new stuff. I wanted to be surprised and I would, I would talk to publicists and and just be like, surprise me. What what is here that a person like me that writes about raw feeding that I need to see is going to blow me away. This year, my focus was more on thinking about the two of us and the fact that we have an audience of people who may not be feeding, you know, raw or dehydrated or freeze dried or cooked, but they do want to do better for their dogs. They want to add fresh food to the bowl, but they don't want to cook and they don't want to do all these things. So I was looking for like single ingredient dog treats and I was looking for meal toppers and I was looking for freeze dry, something that you can put over or cook that you can put over kibble. and. And these things are are high quality, good products. And I found a lot out there. Hmm? I'm raising my hand because I'm old. And if you keep going, I'm going to forget. So mm-hmm. if
1: you're younger, you remember. But this is so timely and so important because I have a therapy dog uh, team that she told me Friday, her dog has been diagnosed with kidney disease. Mm-hmm. And it's a little Bichon is something zoo. Okay, it's a, just a little small 25 pounder or something. Um, mm-hmm. and Charlie is like 14 years old. Um, here's the disappointing part. So i make sure that um and I'm gonna call her out that Judy listens to this because right now her veterinarian has put her on a special diet um for kidney mm-hmm. disease. You can only get it through the veterinarian. It is $30 for an eight-ounce bag. How are you supposed to do this? And I said, wow, when I get on the uh, podcast with Kimberly, I'm going to make sure I bring that up. So anybody out there that's listening and has any advice, um I'm thinking this could be a candidate to just figure out what's in this food and possibly prepare it herself and yeah. add the necessary supplements and stuff to it. $30 for eight ounces is a lot.
0: Yeah, well, there's two things that I that come to mind immediately. Um, Dr. Judy Morgan has a book on Amazon and we'll link it in the notes. I think it's called The Yin and Yang of Dog Nutrition. I actually have a copy on my shelf. And in that book, she has recipes for various health conditions. So she does have a recipe for kidney disease. And that's something that you can go buy the ingredients, make it in bulk because it's a cooked food. Make yes. it in bulk and feed that to your dog. Oh, I bet you can man. I bet yeah. you can get all the ingredients for $30. Um yes. and you know, go to Costco, go to Winco, you know, that's which is an outlet grocery store, or something like that. Get all the ingredients you need for $30 and make you know a you know a week or two of this food for your dog. Yeah. And especially for such a small dog. The other thing is a lot of um traditional vets. And this is not to shame anyone or get into an argument with anyone, but there is a common belief that if your dog has kidney disease, they should be on a low-protein diet. And that's actually not the case. It's a combination of a lot of things. And if you're feeding your dog with kidney disease a kibble, that is the problem. And they will make a low-protein kibble, but the, the flip side is if they're lowering the protein, what are they putting in its place? And so it's, I don't know if it's going to be the healthiest food. Yeah, lots of dogs live longer and do fine on that food, but is it really the best for your dog? And so I'm not saying run out and buy a high protein food, but I am saying that that's the reason why, like, for instance, there's those prescription diets. I wouldn't put my dog on a prescription diet for kidney disease. Instead, I would talk to um, the brands. I would call brands directly and say, this is my concern, you know, because they work with nutritionists to help form, formulate their diets. I would talk to them about what, what the concerns are, what my dog was diagnosed with and what products they had that would be the best fit, you know? And when I say brands, I mean, like, you know, raised right is a really good cooked food brand. Their recipes were formulated by Dr. Karen Becker. Um, there's a pup above, which I actually alternate with my dog Rodrigo. Um, there is lots of freeze-dried brands out there, um, but there's also a growing community of um canine nutritionists who are educated and are able to help you with this. There are holistic veterinarians who offer consultations. Um, that you can call and sit down and they can help you. They can either help formulate a diet for you that you can do at home, or they mm-hmm. can just give you the education so you know which foods to give put um, give to your dog. And given the cost of that food, taking that and spending it on a consultation or um, like I said, getting this book by Dr. Judy Morgan and making your own food. I mean, that's just a start. To get your dog off the food, that's a start. And then you can take the time to learn more about what you could be doing for your dog. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what comes to mind. And that's that's the yeah. kind of thing that I was having conversations at Superzoo about was, you know, these people who are creating these amazing foods out there and um and treats. And I I talked to someone from Zeewee Peak uh and they talked about oh my their- Oh God, did you? Yep. They talked about their ingredients and the changes that they made. And they said that, you know, there's this rumor going around that we changed all our ingredients. They were like, no, we didn't change the ingredients. We changed the packaging. And that's, but it's thrown folks off. Yes. And and he talked about, you know, they control their farms. They control, they control so much. You know, they're not just, you know, getting stuff haphazardly from different places and making food they control and they, they are getting the top of the line. And I mean, it, you know, I was with, um, remember Kara, we interviewed her for the um, traveling with your dog. Yes. She came with me. I put her on keep the tail wagging because she, she's wanting to be um, a content creator. She wants to create content about, you know, traveling with your dogs and and raising dogs and, and she has a cat and she wants to create and she's been on Instagram making videos and getting comfortable doing that but I was just like why don't you come with me and that way you can get used to talking to people it took her the first day she was there the first half of the day she was there she would be like oh I'm nobody don't pay attention to me you know I don't know I don't have any followers by the end of that day she was just like Oh yes, and I create content about this. So, are you giving away samples today, or should I come back tomorrow? And I mean, and by the end of the Super Zoo, she had a bat. She had so much to take home that, and I was impressed that she got it all in her suitcase. I had to go and buy an extra bag to take all the stuff I got home. I told and, you
1: last year that
0: <laughs> when you go back. All you
1: need is two sweaters and a bunch of underwear.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yep, but it was. It was, it was. It was. It was phenomenal. It was, there were a lot of really cool people to meet. Um, You know, it was, it was nice to connect and see people again. You know, there's nothing like talking to people face-to-face, something that you just don't get over the phone or via email or social media comments and messages. Talking to people face-to-face is just something that um, is a lot different. You know, there was... I don't think anything so much negative happened. Um, Good. You know, it it was, it was, I would say that it was, for me at least, it was 100% positive. I had, you know, I had no worries. I was worried at first, but then I thought about it and was just like, who cares? I'm going to go have fun. And I did. I had a lot of fun. I didn't see anyone that I didn't need to see. And I saw everyone that I wanted to see. And um I came home. There you go. You know, I have a I still have a huge bag. I would pull it out and show you guys, but it's I have so much stuff um, that I brought home that it would basically just take over this entire podcast. And that's this is just too much. But I am going to be um doing mostly stuff on social media and going back and updating old articles with information that I have now. Like, you know, well. Um, I'm going to make you laugh. Okay. About Pierre Park.
1: So she okay. sent me a text. She did reach out to me about she was in Super Zoom. She was like, hey, just want you to know that everything that I asked um, somebody to send me, I'm having them send it to you. I talked about Jax being the um, the toy tester. So I was all excited when I got this box from Pierre Park. Let's just say the sweet potatoes are the bomb. He really—they smell
0: them. like. Girl, I
1: have them right here. This—I've already put my lips on one. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> they are so good that Jack's kind of like rolled his eyes at me as if to say, "Ella, if you don't put this in my bowl." But, <laughs> but I'm going to do a blog post this weekend and keep everybody on the edge of their seats to tell you this comical, um, very short-lived story about this $30 bone. And I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> Let's just say, I hope it rests well in bone heaven. <laughs> but the, the sweet potatoes are definitely- Yeah,
0: I would, good. I love it. You, they they smell like basically something that you would make. and And I really have an appreciation for people who, when they you do know, a single I ingredient,
1: you, I just watched you take two bites off of a sweet potato treat and then throw it back in a bag. And I was like, oh, that's so nasty. Then I thought Kathy there for dogs. Yes.
0: <laughs> judging me. Jeez. I was. I was definitely judging you. And uh, you know, uh, what's so funny is I opened the bag and immediately the other dogs are still laying down, but Apollo's sitting here like, oh, oh was that for me? I was like, no. And I've been doing more research
1: and I'm getting, I, I'm just about there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting enough nerve to pull those big girl panties all the way up and give Jax that um, rabbit. rabbit help. Yes. Yep. I can't you wait. You to
0: do it. You need to cut it down. Just cut I it think, down
1: into a small square. I think I'm going to call like the local news and have them come and watch. Me. <laughs> it's definitely going to be theatrical. This could raise anybody's ratings. Okay. To the room. Okay. All right. So tell me. So listen. Let's run this back, rewind. Okay. What did you tell Wee Peak about me? My hashtag
0: raw food adjacent. Um, actually, it wasn't me, it was Kara. And Kara was like, Oh, Kathy's gonna love this. She feeds your food. They have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, and I didn't get I didn't get any freebies because this was the first day, and so I don't like to ask for anything. And a lot of times these brands. Um, well, first, um, it depends on the brand. Some some of them will give you free things and some of them just aren't up for giving away free things. But it was an, a lovely black gentleman who knew a whole lot about the brand and he was just so helpful. And it well, I actually, don't have, did you get his contact number? I That's should cool. have.
1: Because I'm sure we can. could.
0: That would push Billy right out of number one <laughs> on
1: my list because I'm I sure we
0: could love I mean, get him. him on to talk about because he was he was so informative and and his sales pitch wasn't salesy. He was just telling you this is this about this food, I'm letting you know. What I appreciated about it, huh? yeah, the one question I have is he repeats So one question I have
1: is well, let me back that up on a Sunday Eve the one the The one question that's on the top of my list for CBP,
0: I wish they had did turkey, and I don't understand why they don't. I wonder if it's like the the quality and the um the amount. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out of my head because I know yeah, that I know. another brand I know, um it took them over a year to offer a rabbit recipe because they could not find a source that they were hundred percent okay with.
1: Yeah, and I don't know how many turkeys are running around New Zealand, so that,
0: that, that <laughs> could very easily be that, but listen, did you see Ava from Ava's pet palace? I did. I did. She so is a jealous. beautiful young woman. And this is a funny story. I saw her in the restroom. I went to, it was like the the last night that we were there, Kara and I went to dinner with Billy. And um, oh no, who's Billy? <laughs> did you see the picture of Billy? Cause you said you stayed away from, I should have tagged you. I was taking pictures of things and I took a picture of Billy that was so ridiculous. And he was, and after I took the picture first, I took a picture and he gave a stupid smile. And I was like, give me a good smile. I'm not sharing that. And then he leaned into the picture literally and gave me the goofiest look. I, and then he goes, Don't post that on social media. And I was just like, oh, you must not have met me before. I was like, this is going to be in all my videos. And so here is. Oh, (laughs) heavens. (laughs) I'm disowning him. (laughs) And so I'm going to put that into my videos randomly for the rest of the year. But we went to dinner. It was a really good dinner, too. And um I went to the restroom and Ava was in the restroom taking a little selfie of herself. Oh damn. <laughs> she this girl is gorgeous. Her mom is gorgeous. I mean, these are such beautiful women. But it's so strange to look at her because I was I walked her and I was like. Stop. Stop. As like you are still the eight-year-old girl to me. So seeing you look so beautiful is throwing me off. But yeah, it was it was wonderful seeing them. It was wonderful. Yeah, I was still
1: trying to stalk that. Well, not still. I for a long time I wanted to be, you know, so supportive and stalk her Shark Tank episode, but it just never came on. They showed her as like in some of the commercial clips. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. This Wednesday's it. This Wednesday's it. Well, it never <laughs> happened. So I said, okay, so sorry, but got to move on. Yeah. Um,
0: wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was amazing. And she, you know, it was cool because so many people saw her and people were like, oh yeah, I know who you are. And, you know, and stuff. so that was just really sweet. And she was such a gracious and just beautiful young woman and just so kind and so polite. And it was just, wow. I mean, just, just absolute wow. When you think of young people today and TikTok and all of that stuff, mm-mm. she is, she is, she's a young CEO and it's just amazing because it's amazing that she is balancing being a teenager because I think she's, she's I either, think dri- she's, I think she's, she's 15 or 16. I think she's 16. So she's driving she's now. She's a teenager on a mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it was just really just amazing to see her and and just all the other people. I was, you know, we were in a little area and I was dragging her around. I was like, "Oh, here, meet Billy." Billy was like, "Yes, I know who she is. I met her." And I'm like, "Meet her, meet her again."
1: Oh, man. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> and, uh, Tiffany but, yeah. said, "Are you on a podcast?" This was last week, and I said, "No, damn it, Kimberly went to Super Zoo, so then all she heard was zoo," <laughs> <laughs> and so then she said, um, we need to go. I'll go with you. And I said, mm-hmm, here we go. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, you
0: should go. Um, we should like come up with like yeah. a girls with dogs thing and, and all on. of us go. We can, um, cause what we did with um my girlfriend and I, we actually got an Airbnb and drove back and forth. We were like 10 minutes away from the hotel. And just drove back, but we don't even have to do that. We could just do an Uber back and forth. Yeah, and, that's fine. But you and, and
1: it's posted because I don't, I'm not on their mailing list or something. I, I don't know about it until I start hearing about it. I
0: I only I month. I'm in the habit of in March I start looking for it to see what the like what are the dates this year, and then right. um, once I get the dates and figure out am I going to be able to do this. Uh, and usually I am. I mean, COVID's the one that slowed it down. That's the other thing. It wasn't as crowded as it was in prior years because of COVID. Um, but it was still just a really wonderful show. And it was just, it was, it was really wonderful. But um, it was, I, th- I I was, when I was there, I was just like, Kathy would love this. You, you would love this. And Tiffany, she would just make it even more fun. But, you know, I, I wish I had, you know, stopped by the Chuck It booth. I wish I would have, I wish I wanted to find more toys. I wanted to find more collars and more toys. So here's the other thing I was going to ask you. Do you have a, do they provide a
1: takeaway in terms of a directory or something where you- They have an app.
0: Where you get to see who was there. They have an app. But the problem is, is there's so many people, even that, like I went through the app. I think I still have it on my phone. I'm trying to see if it's still active. There's so many people there. And you have to think that it's not just dogs and cats. It's reptiles. It's horses. It's everything that's a pet fish. It's a zoo. Um, I had a wonderful time talking to the fish people, but this is, can you see it? This is the app and just watch.
1: So here's what I, okay. So this is
0: what we're going to do. Still really scrolling. Fine. All right, stop it. Nope. Still scrolling. I need, you need to be, a, I need you to appreciate how big, still scrolling. Okay. Look at that. And do I'm scrolling you, fast. Do they give you a number? Look at that. Still scrolling. And I just want to, want you to appreciate how big this place is. Still scrolling. These are all boosts. Yep. So now I know, know I know you, know you want to, I I know, but I just- just, I can do that all day long. And I'm only in the P, all that scrolling, I'm only at P. So I'm halfway through the alphabet. So here's the,
1: okay. So I will revise my plan. Okay, how <laughs> yeah, quick I can, I can just like about face. Keep in mind, when we start talking about different products that we think our people are interested in hearing us talk about, then I want you to go back to your app specifically looking for somebody because yeah. that's ridiculous to even beg you to pull stuff. But yeah, you, know you can, you can about, search it by a name. If you, yeah. And then if you have a contact, then we can reach them and say, listen, we're interested in this. Um, we want to see how long it'll take Jack's to kill it. And <laughs> then we'd love to talk to you. So that's the only thing I was saying.
0: Yeah. But, um, so you yeah, you can do that.
1: But I have yeah, four it's, more minutes
0: to talk about super, super. I, have you <laughs> I actually have nothing more. Stop. Unless you have questions, I have nothing more. It was, it was good. It was sad to leave my dogs. I was worried about Rodrigo because before I left, he got insanely sick to the point where I thought he might be declining and that I was going to be saying goodbye. But he's now bounced back. He did that just so he could mess with your trip. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny because Johan, the night before I left, Johan came and sat down and looked at me and goes, so are the dogs going to be in the house the whole time you're gone? And I'm like, of course they are. And he's like, what if there's a fire? And I was just like, you know what? I'm canceling my trip because if, if this is what I have to, if I have to leave and worry about my dogs, can you not do this? And he was like, well, I'm not trying to upset you. And I'm like,
1: yeah. You're supposed to leave a sign in the window. (laughs) And then you're supposed to notify your fire department. You didn't know that? Uh, We have a sign in the window. But you notify your fire department. That you're leaving town? And you let them know. I know, you run run the risk of getting robbed. But you notify your fire department that you're going to be, you're usually home. And you won't for the next four days. And
0: then I notified our neighbors because they hadn't moved yet. And okay. I had two people stopping by the house. Both Is this days. the egg people that moved? Uh, no, my egg person lives in a city north of me. It's my girlfriend. Oh, no, okay. these were just my neighbors. Um, but so they knew I was going to be gone, and I knew that they would be around because they had both. T- they were both retired, so they would be home. Um, and then I, we had my dog walker came in the afternoon, and my girlfriend came in the morning to do the. M- feed them. My dog walker came in the afternoon to play with them. And then Johan just had to do dinner. And so they were, they were covered. And so Johan said that next he's like next time you go, I'll just take the days off. And I was like, thank you. Cause I was telling him, I was like, this is not a surprise to you. I've been planning this trip for several months. This is I didn't wake up two days ago and said I'm going to Vegas. Yeah, but you <laughs> left him adequate notes. Yes, on the fridge. Mm-hmm. I did all the meals. I did the meal prep. I got those little bento boxes with the separate things. And I yes. labeled morning meal, evening meal for each of the dogs. And and um, the only dog that needed supplements on a daily basis was Rodrigo. But I was like, if for some reason he doesn't take it or you forget it, it's not the end of the world. I will be home Saturday night. And I did. I got home Saturday night. So it, it worked out well. Good. I have two more trips this this year, but they won't be one will be two days and one'll be like one and a half days. And they're gonna be over a weekend. So those will be easier to take. Okay. Like the dog. Okay, because he'll be home on the weekends. Yeah, because he'll be home. Okay. All right. So Um, how how are you? And how is Jax? Well, here's the thing. I'm doing
1: really well. Um, Jax is doing really well. We just forgot about Doodle Dad and all of this. And I recognized it earlier this week because got ready to go. And in, in the past, what I do is during the week in the mornings, I'll feed them or him and then Lee does the walking. And then I go on to work. So he came running down the stairs with his socks in one hand and he said um you getting ready to leave I thought I heard you he said Jax give me a minute and I said um no Jax is going to work and he looked so pitiful he said again I was like like, hey I don't know what to tell you I used to leave Jax home a lot as Harley started to deteriorate more kind of like I thought maybe that he could Help him. Help him. Yeah, you know, like, go we'll get a neighbor if he fell or something. <laughs> Call me and say, come home. You Timmy fell down the well. Harley's fallen and he can't get up. I mean, I, <laughs> but um, what ended up happening is uh, with me working from home on Wednesday, I don't feel like I'm abusing him.
0: Mm-hmm. So he
1: goes with me Monday and Tuesday, chills on Wednesday. We go Thursday and half a day on Friday, and then he. Pretty much rests and plays and acts like a regular dog on the weekend. So I didn't recognize that it's Lee. So now when I come home, I try to give them time together. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jax is he used to be like a Velcro dog. He's a gorilla glue. <laughs> Let me write that down. That's a great blog post.
0: That's a but title. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's a gorilla glue um, doodle. But uh, I noticed that at night, Lisa sits on the floor with him and gives him, you know, back rubs and stuff like that. So they're finding their own way, but um, been surrounded by dogs that have been aging out and going over the rainbow bridge. And I had to do something Sunday and I didn't call you. So I knew you were all engaged you know going through your bag of goodies <laughs> but um i was invited to a dog memorial was it for sydney no this is another dog named oh. lulu since sydney i've lost lulu and i've lost a handler i'm hoping that this is done um oh, cuz it comes in I've threes been, so you're done so surrounded by you know dogs leaving and now the human but anyway so, Lulu is a pug. She's 14, seems to be that magic number. And um, I did not know what to expect. So, I had to drag my coworker with me because I was like, I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm walking into. But you know what, Kimberly? I'm going to do a blog post about this. And here's why. To be brutally honest, I wasn't looking at this as something silly, mm-hmm. I was just perplexed because I had no idea of what to expect. Yeah. Did I relate to it? Yes. Is it something that I would do for Harley? No. Do I feel bad? No. Um, did I think that something was wrong with Bonnie for doing it? No. I went because I was curious. I was honored to be included. And I thought that it was going to be an interesting experience, which it was. hmm Bunch of little dogs running around. Didn't think about bringing jacks. It just never resonated. There had to have been, um, I'd say close to 20 to 22 people and about oh, nine nice. dogs. Yeah. And um, she had a reading. Um, instead of a eulogy, it was called the Lululogy. I have
0: mm-hmm.
1: um very cathodic, very she didn't do the video um looping like on a computer. She went old school and got the cardboard trifolds and printed the photos. Mm-hmm. She had Lulu's therapy cards out in the badge, you know, when she was working. Um it was really very nice. We did a champagne toast afterwards. Um instead of signing a the book, there was a book for everybody to write something that they remembered about Lulu. Mm-hmm. Um very different. They had balloons. But the balloons didn't, they didn't let them go because there's a lot of turtles when yeah. they live. And um, so they were cognizant of that. Um, charcuterie board, Prosecco, you know, a nice time to talk. Yeah. Um, everybody was very interested about asking me questions about the therapy dog program. Many of those dogs need some work before they could be a therapy <laughs> I didn't hurt anybody's feelings. I was just like, you know, well, let them get a little older, you know, and then give me a call. But um, yeah, so it was, it was very, very interesting. I can honestly now kind of um, check that off of my bucket list. Yeah. That's but,
0: beautiful. Um, it, I mean, it It really was. I think it's funny because I'm starting to step up on my social media, you know, as far as like using the stories and, and things like that. And I posted a story last week of. Are you on Instagram or Facebook? Well, my stories share to both Instagram and Facebook. As stories. Mm-hmm. Well, what is the difference between a story and a post? Um, a story is only there for 24 hours. All right. It goes away, but it's up in that upper section.
1: There's an upper section?
0: Yeah. I'm going to show right. it to you real quick. Um. But right here, those are the stories. I got you. So <clears throat> I did one last those week. Those are the things I don't look at. So thanks for telling me. <laughs> well, I did one last week that um, that was because I want to start sharing our our you know notifications of our new episodes to the stories because it goes directly to people somehow. Oh, really? Yeah, and so people more people see it. And so I'm and so I'm trying to get in a habit. I have actually a reminder on my calendar that says post your story. So I posted my story for today. And and I have Maybe a I'll I, start posting girls with dog stories. Let me make, write that down. And I'm trying I'll to start, do better. I'll, I tagged you in one. So tagging I don't, me doesn't work because I don't know how to how to tag you back. You don't need to tag me back. I just I'm tag elderly. you in my eye. Next I, time we get together, we have to sit down and show each other these things. But um <clears> one thing that I I noticed, well, I created this thing and actually I created this. I was inspired by you when you did, you know, Diary of a Middle-Aged Dog Mom. Mm-hmm. So I started this thing, I'm trying to, I don't remember what I called it. So I'm pulling it up using Canva and I call it uh, like deep thoughts. Yeah, random thoughts of a dog mom. And okay. that's what I called it. So I did one and I was going to do a different story that day, but something came through my feed of <clears throat> someone did a post about a dog that had passed away, mm-hmm. but their post was pictures of them. Like this is two hours before, or, you know, this is right. Or no, it wasn't two hours. It's like this is right before I had, to, I said goodbye to my dog. And they're clearly in a vet clinic and they're about to euthanize their dog. And <clears throat> I was just like, I don't understand being there to you. Th- like when I was with Scout, it never occurred to me to take out my camera and be like, Hey y'all. So Scout's not doing so well. You know what I mean? And put I that even on have social. my
1: phone with me.
0: <laughs> it just, it would never occur to me. I was so in the moment. And, and this is not in any way to judge people who do this, but like, I remember several years ago, I knew this guy that it did a live where, you know, and all this stuff and you know, and but people, some people, when they take pictures of their dog, you can see the dog has a needle, like, you know, and and they're holding their dog's paw. I saw one
1: on, on social media one time, and it was a picture of the dog after he had crossed the bridge. And it's mm-hmm. gone. And I thought, didn't need that vision. Yeah. I just,
0: I don't un- And I know that this is their way of, this is how they're really? processing it. Yeah. But I don't see that. And so people who do that, I immediately unfollow them because my thing is that I don't know what you feel comfortable sharing and I don't feel comfortable sharing pictures of my dead or dying dog. You know, when my, like when Rodrigo wasn't doing well a couple of weeks ago, the last thing that was on my mind was sitting there doing a, a selfie while my dog was suffering. I just, I can't do it. Um, and again, no judgment to other people. I don't know what their game plan is, but I don't want that in my feed. I do the same thing with poop pictures, people who like to post pictures of their dog's poop. And yes, there are people out there who do this because they do the whole, does this look normal? If you post a picture of your dog's poop, I am gonna unfollow you because I don't wanna see that. If you send me a message with your dog's poop, I'm gonna block you because I don't wanna see that. I, I, To me, that's gross. I think that if you have questions, call your vet because vets expect to get that. I should
1: show you Jax's poop though; it could convert you. His no, poop looks like Cadbury eggs.
0: I only, I all I need. You can just tell me that, and I can picture it, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm good. I have a good imagination. Oh my God, you remind me of the deer right now because <laughs> I have dogs too. So I could picture that, and I could appreciate that. I don't need no. To see what that. you're
1: supposed to say when you when you see that stuff, you look and you go, "What the fluff?"
0: <laughs> no, I I immediately, I this is what I'm doing is I'm it's like, "Oh no," and I make it go away. <laughs> and so, and I know it's mean, and I know people don't mean to. And please don't take this as an invitation to be funny and start sending me messages with your dog's poop. I don't want it. I, j- I just don't think it's necessary. Um, it's it's nasty. It's just not necessary. That's what your vet's there for. She said it's nasty. Oh, but so anyway, but my point was, is I, I posted something like, I don't, I was like, make this make sense to me. Help me understand. And one person was kind enough to send me a message saying, you know, different people process these things differently. And so that brings me back to what you were saying is this person had a beautiful memorial for their dog. Mm-hmm. I know that when Billy's dog, Lua, passed away, I think a year or so ago, um, he they took the dog back to their family property and buried her in a spot where she just loved to be. And the family stood around and said words and stuff like that. You know, it's like, it's funny because, you know, you think about 50 years ago, A dog dies, they dig a hole, throw the dog in a hole and bury it and go on with their day. Um, But today, you know, our dogs are such a good, important part. We have boxes of ashes all around our house with, you know, for our dogs. And um, but they asked me what
1: I wanted to do with Harley. They said, you're taking them home. And I said, home where? (laughs) You know, I'm I'm a city girl at heart. And I'm like, home where? To do what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I don't I mean. I'll continue to take the ashes home. But at some point in time, you got to stop. Because I once saw no, someone. meant they meant Harley in his.
1: Oh, oh, no. Yes, that's what. The... Okay, see, I knew you weren't catching on. They meant was I taking him home right then and there. They were going to prepare him
0: for me. Because many people bury their dogs in their Our backyard. neighbors did. In fact, our neighbor across the road buried her horse. Johan helped her. He actually helped the neighbor here because he, my Johann, has an excavator and just went over with this, dug a hole, and they buried their dog. But I get it. No, I was wondering about the ashes because I, I will continue to bring my dog's ashes home. But I once saw this woman show her mantle and all the pets <laughs> she had lost, and it's like, okay, now maybe it's time to put those away. Because <laughs> It's just like <laughs> this is like. This could
1: really be opening up a conversation that God knows I don't (laughs) want to have. So the disclaimer is that if you're listening, just understand, we're, we're just two people that for years have shared stuff, okay? But can you answer me and tell me why you find Why do you bring the ashes home?
0: I did it because, you know, they offered and I felt like I had to. And I felt like, you know, I don't want to just abandon my dog. But now I don't even know. I mean, I I have them. I could just reach in and
1: hug you because that was so honest. It really was. That was the best answer. Um,
0: when someone asks you, well, do you want the ashes? It just felt disrespectful to the life that I had with this animal to say, no, I'm good. You know, not that I would say it that way, but I just, you know, I didn't always do it. I mean, I've I've lost dogs in the past that I didn't, um, or not dogs, but and, cats. And you know what I think is for me. It's
1: like I have my mother,
0: right? I have mm-hmm. her ashes.
1: She's in the closet. because when we first came I was doing all the renovations and I didn't want to um I didn't want anything to happen to her so I tucked her away in this closet
0: and I just what are you doing well I took a picture Johan made this And this has the ashes of two of our dogs as well as their favorite toys in it. And it's just messy.
1: Well, but that, I mean, I I like that. I guess, I don't know. And I had somebody ask me about Harley the other day. And I said, no, I did not um, bring his ashes home. And they looked at me like I was this horrible individual. (laughs) And I didn't get offended or anything. I just felt that they they felt some kind of way about yeah. the ashes. And I just always wanted to ask people, I my intent with my mom is that there's a section of the backyard that I haven't finished yet. And she loved to grow um, roses. Mm-hmm. And I just want to do one little teeny tiny section. And I thought about taking some of her ashes and mixing them in the dirt because she used to always brag to her friends about how Lee and I were going to retire in Charleston and we were going to bring her with us. So, I mean, this is the best I could do, bringing her with me. And I would love to like really mix her up in the soil and let her help me grow these roses that I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm going to try it anyway. So, Mm -hmm. I could see that. I could not see um, Harley or Leo at that in, in in this case, in a jar box, Ziploc yeah. bag or anything like that. I just, why? I just can't. I cherish um, Harley's paw print. I think mm-hmm. that that is the absolute coolest thing ever. Um, and some other things that, you know, I've received. But the ashes, and I always just
0: wanted somebody to tell me Why And And I I think today, right now, thanks to social media, I have, you know, in these smartphones, I have so many beautiful videos and pictures of my dogs and they come back with memories. You know, Google does memories. Facebook does Mm -hmm. memories that to me, that makes me very happy. And. I mean, I, I did bring Scout's ashes back. I actually splurged on a beautiful urn for him. But I did that more for Johan because he wasn't here. Mm-hmm. He was out of town. And I know that he regretted that. He even questioned whether or not he should go because we knew that Scout, we, we didn't think he would go as quickly, but we knew he was going downhill. Yeah. And um, but so I, I, I mostly did that for him. But, um, you know, it's just, it's one of those where someday I'll probably have a box in the back of a closet filled with pet ashes because I just, to me, once the spirit leaves the body, it's just a shell. It's, I don't, I don't, it's not like those ashes, that's my, that Sydney is not in that box, the shell that held her soul is in that box. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and to be frank, even though I asked for a private cremation, I don't know what they did. I don't know if I paid them extra money for a private creation and they just went somewhere and scooped some sand into a bag and put it in a box and gave it to me. I have no words on that one. I just, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. I know that there are legit people out there, but I also know that there are people who just don't give a damn and they're just like, these fools are gonna pay me double (laughs) for the same bucket of sand that I would give them.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh I see. Look at you.
0: Yeah. So I just I I I it's I don't have I I'm more into the time that I had with them and um, what they mean, what they mean to me, that will won't change regardless if, if I have these ashes or not. Sure. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd rather um, have the pictures around the house.
1: I got to tell you something really cool that happened to me on Friday. Ready? Okay. All right. So when it comes to dogs, I'm constantly amazed every day, and it doesn't even have to be my dog. But in this case, it was my dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I started this new clinical trial at with patients they're called they suffer from aphasia. So aphasia is a um it is a result of a stroke. So imagine God forbid you know you know someone and then you find out that they had a stroke. Well, we first think about are they alive? Are they paralyzed? Do they mm-hmm. have some kind of deformity but sometimes depending on where the stroke affects the brain they are um left with the inability to have words in their head and be able to transfer them and get them to actually come out
0: i think bruce willis is going through that
1: i don't know i think i that.
0: think that's why we don't see him in movies anymore
1: so The sad part is, as a society, when we see somebody who is struggling to form their words, um, we have a tendency to label them as, and, and they're cool terms, but, you know, like mentally not there or incompetent or, you know, slow. We're always wanting to give like they're not healthy. And that's not it. These are professional people. These are people that were holding very prestigious and important positions in their fields, professors and teachers and scientists. And then they have a stroke one day and the next day they cannot actually verbally articulate their words. So you can imagine if you are, if all of your faculties are there, you just can't get it out. You are keen to be able to look at people the way they're looking at you like something's wrong with you. Um, Mm -hmm. So over time, you become very introverted. You become um, self-conscious, embarrassed, depressed. Okay, so we've decided that we wanted to match these dogs with these patients that belong to the support group. And they come together to talk out loud and they come with their family members. It could be a spouse or a daughter or and before you start to envision what this room looks like, these people sometimes are in their late twenties. You know, oh. there are a lot of young people that have um, strokes because you know they're they've aged out from their parents' insurance, and they're young, and insurance sometimes doesn't come with every job, mm-hmm. and they're trying to make ends meet. And they're like, I'm going to do it later, I'm going to do it later, not realizing that there could be some type of a hereditary issue, or it just could happen out of the blue. But there are young people that are in these support groups. So we went Friday to meet a new group. There was uh, about eight patients, and they all had one or two family members with them. And there were four teams. And so, you know, you go in and you're talking, but this is what was so phenomenal. This young guy came over and I know he was not 30 years old. I know it. And his, um, he wanted to talk to me about Jackson and we were having this conversation and I promise you, Jackson is so stinking intuitive. So Jax is literally standing in between us. I'm sitting and the gentleman is standing and Jax is standing in between us. Um, In the course of his discussion, he wanted to ask me about these different dogs. And I asked him what kind of dog he liked. He says, I like, I I like, I I like. And Jax literally leaned in on him. And when he leaned in, I said, Jax wants you to pet him. So he put his hands on Jax's head. And my promise you, Kimberly, the next thing he said was, I like Dobermans because they, they look like they're regal. I was like, shut the front door. <laughs> I mean, I like Dobermans because I think they look regal, right? Where? Two seconds ago. Uh So we're talking and he stopped touching um, Jax and he got ready to tell me something else and he was struggling. And so I said, I want you to pet Jax and then tell me what you are about to say. So he grabbed Jax like under here and was rubbing him. And he said, German Shepherds used to be my favorite dog. I said, (laughs) "I I am done. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so we do this on the f- last Friday of every month. But this kid, this young man has just endeared me. He asked, I said if you could have any dog come and see you um in September, what would you like? And he said um a Doberman or a Vizsla. And yes, we're having these conversations now because he's recognizing that the it's kind of like touching jacks stops him from f- focusing on what he wants to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, on how to say it, but he's just about to. And so what we're trying to do is gear these teams to where the people become very comfortable with these dogs that have signed up for this program, and then they're going to start reading. So September, I'm super excited They're going to come in 30 minutes. We're going to come in about 15 minutes after the session starts.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: They're going to write a story about what they did over the weekend, for instance, or just any kind of paper. And then they're to pick the dog to sit next to and read their story to said dog. Mm -hmm. I'm like so excited, but it was so cool with it. I like, I like, Mm -hmm. and I said, Jack told me to pet him. And he says, I like Dobermans. I (laughs) I was like, oh, man, this is mine.
0: I love stories like that because, you know, whenever I question if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, if I'm doing what, you know, I was meant to be doing with regard to all of this dog stuff. Stories like that put me right. Like, this is exactly where I was meant to be. Because yep. they, they are, I mean, they truly, truly are just beautiful creatures. And I, I mean, and it's not that I'm going to hold dogs above other animals, but I just there's something about dogs, and I guess that's how you and I bonded. Our friendship came about because of our love of dogs. There's just something about dogs that I mean. I, listen, I'm telling you, it's in it's it's
1: just incredible. It is so fascinating. It it just really is. Yeah. So, so um, yeah.
0: Well, it was good seeing
1: you. Yes, it was good catching. Oh, God, I don't like it when we go this long.
0: I know. It was like we had a little oh. unplanned vacation. I
1: know. It's like,
0: ew. <laughs> so, we've got some guests coming up, but I miss. Oh, yeah. And welcome to season three. We're now in season three of Girls with Dogs. Oh, heavens. Is this what I'm supposed to renegotiate my contract? No. I guess okay. your contract now this year comes with treats, so every time someone okay. emails me about treats, because well, because I posted toys, toys. Well, I, like toys. I, and I will do that as well. I post because when I was at Super Zoo, whenever I would post about something, I put a blurb at the bottom. I actually have it saved so I can copy and paste it and put it on there. Did you know that I do free reviews? And my thing is that it's not a full-on blog post review. It's just we're going to talk about it on our podcast. You know, we're going to mention it on social media. And I had two people reach out to me saying, hey, and I was like, are you willing to send one to Kathy too? And they were like, absolutely. And that's why, you know, our first ones, I love it. it. Single ingredient dog treat, sweet potato. And you guys, (laughs) not that other sweet potato treats don't smell like sweet potatoes, but I loved opening this bag and sticking my nose in and smelling the sweet potatoes. They've, well, he just, he just seemed to enjoy it so much. I was like, well, let me try one. Yeah, I know. My dogs love it. And in fact, Rigo, he's been real picky about food recently. So um, he, he loves these treats and he, I, I pulled the bag down. It came with a little toy. I don't know where, oh, it's over there on the sofa. It came with the pink little bone and yes. um, that was I have pictures of Scout because for the first day, Scout was just walking around with that bone in his mouth. This big old dog, this 80 pound dog with a little pink bone in his mouth. He was laying on the sofa with it and everything. And then Bella decided that's my toy. And just walked gently over to him while he was laying down and carefully picked it up and then ran out of the room with it. And she is, that, with- is that the toy you said that Bella thinks is hers? Uh, Yeah, well, the, the one that I got from Super Zoo. That, um, I saw on the table was like, Bella's gonna love that. that's a different toy. It's a like a tie dye orange yellow um dumbbell or barbell type toy that you squeak that she loves that one. It's actually and I'm surprised she doesn't have it with her right now, but the second I gave that to her when I got home, it she didn't have it out of her mouth for two days Mm-mm. So. Seven, seventeen minutes, seventeen minutes. What's what, 17 a,
1: minutes? That's as long as the pink bone survives. <laughs> I'm telling you.
0: <laughs> Ours is still there. Ours still does good. Um, but Apollo and Bella are really good with their toys. Now, if it starts to show a weakness, if something gets torn, then it's toast. But as long as it's in good shape, they because Zoe doesn't play with toys, sometimes she'll lick it, but she's not really interested. Rodrigo will destroy a toy, but we have an understanding that he's not allowed to have the the certain toys because he will destroy them. I'm trying to tell you. You would <laughs> 17 minutes. And it's not <laughs> a dig on Pierre um,
1: at all. <laughs> Okay. It's just that,
0: yeah. Well, it is a gentle toy. I mean, it's not, it's definitely not meant to stand up to a dog. (laughs) It's meant for a dog that's just, you know, that's going to walk around with it. And that's what um, Apollo did. He just walked around the house with this in his mouth. But I'm still trying to keep hope alive. I'm Mm -hmm. still waiting for the day that he recognizes
1: and realizes if you don't destroy it, you don't lose it. Mm -hmm.
0: But, well... Rodrigo did come to that realization, and that's when he stopped playing with toys because his his hit, the way he had fun was destroying the toy. So that's when I started getting the fluff and tub, and he is not interested because he can't destroy them. Um, but you know, so he just he's just like, okay, fine. Mm-mm. But yeah. he is he is one that wants. That's what he thinks that toys are meant for for him to ch- tear chunks out of, de stuff and then swallow the squeaker
1: oh no we don't yeah I, i'm not gonna tell you anymore <laughs> i'm not gonna tell you anymore 17 minutes that's all that's, that's that all. should
0: be a movie
1: 17,
0: 17 minutes. and that's all it is i
1: mean
0: Just this, blog post, it.
1: Will, this it. blog post will be so short it came he had it it's gone but the treats were good.
0: (laughs) Thanks thanks for reading. Yeah. (laughs) And those are the only two products they have, right? I don't know, but they, they contacted me about the sweet potatoes. And so I have an article on my website about sweet potatoes and I'm going to go and rewrite it and feature their treats in it because I really, I'm just really a fan. And I just thought this could be a way for us to be able to review fun stuff. Oh, I love it. And mm. I, I like
1: to put things up. I'm working on a products we love page mm-hmm. uh, right now because I want people to be able to go like to that, look at what I've got. And then if they want to read more about it, they can just click onto the to the link that takes them to the blog post. But mm-hmm. um, I like when people, I don't want to say real people, like they're not real people, but yeah, when consumers that, you develop a relationship within trust and know they're not lying. Like, I can't, I can't lie about this bone.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you know, I have to tell you that this is, this was not meant for Jack's poor thing. That doesn't mean, though, if you don't have a big dog that you Yeah, Apollo,
0: he, it's, it's Apollo's baby.
1: I mean, Jack doesn't have any manners, except <laughs> except for this alligator you made me buy. So, yeah. I mean, that he will carry around. Yeah. For yeah, we have, reason. and
0: we have the same alligator. And they will. He'll, and that—that's what's so funny is watching Apollo carry around that big old alligator, and watching him carry around this little pink bone with the same care is just it. In fact, before we sign off for the people who are watching on YouTube, let me just show, hi Apollo. Since he heard me calling his name, he's now in my lap. You want to show what? But I want to show the pink Here bone he is with his you bone. Show, that's the pink bone. Yep. That's the pink bone. Okay. So I'm going to show you my pink bone. You ready? Yep. Yep. Him. Yeah. Please put it up there. You see all the (laughs) stuff? And he's so, look at that face. I did it. (laughs) No, he wasn't finished. We don't sleep.
1: Until the squeaker is out, (laughs)
0: look
1: at it. (laughs) We don't sleep until the squeaker is on the floor. Then we can say my job here is done.
0: That is fantastic. That is
1: fantastic. My job is done. So,
0: all right. Well, We'll
1: say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. Good night, sweetie. (laughs)